thrusters won't stop firing. I think I'm being followed. My dad is turning green, like literally green. My last nav check put me on the range point four. This is control. Be reasonable. Keep calm and remain on the guard frequency. Welcome, pilots. You're tuned to the guard frequency because, as all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black, you want to keep one ear on the guard. This is episode 220 of the Best Damn Space Sim podcast ever and was recorded on Friday, July 13th and made available for download Tuesday, July 17th, 2018 over at guardfrequency.com. I'm Henry. I'm Jeff. And I'm Shiv. And here's you got streams of war, streams of liars, streams of pulse laser fire out of things that will bite. Yeah, right, Jeff? That's right, Shiv. Both Tony and Kinshadow are out this week, so I'm stuck here with these nuggets. <clears throat> Remember, folks, Guard Frequency is not a one-way conversation. We welcome your comments over at GuardFrequency.com and Discord.GuardFrequency.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at GuardFreak or Facebook.com slash GuardFreak. Your feedback's an important part of what we do, so hit us up and tell us what's on your mind. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows at Feeds.GuardFrequency.com or by searching for us on iTunes. And if you're not doing anything Friday nights, you should come join us at 10.30 p.m. Central as we record Guard Frequency Live over at twitch.tv slash guardfreak. Do you like what we do? Want to help us make the best damn space sim podcast ever? Please consider supporting the show by visiting our website, clicking on the Patreon logo, and becoming a regular subscriber. We want to thank all our Patreons who support us week on week. We hope you'll consider joining them because the more support we get, the better show we can make. Just head over to our website and click on the big Patreon logo to help out. And don't forget about our sister productions, Priority One and Heroes Rise. Priority One covers all things Star Trek from the TV series to the MMO, the novels, the movies, and everything in between. Be sure to check them out at PriorityOnePodcast.com. And Heroes Rise brings you up to date with the world of Dungeons & Dragons. Learn all about the latest publications, tools, tips, tricks, and traps in less time than it takes to skin a wyvern. Head over to HeroesRisePodcast.com to discover their secrets. And the housekeeping is done, so now let's get to the show. What have you got in store this week, Jeff? In this week's flight deck, we bring you all the headlines from simulated space, including the latest news from Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen. Next, we're taking the show back to its roots with some throwback segments. We'll check out the latest space news in Squawk Box. After that, we continue our audio adventure, Guard Frequency Origins, as our pilots press on in their mission to survive Tony's game mastering. And finally, we open up the feedback loop and let you join in on the fun. Lace up your booties, campers. It's time to head out to the flight deck. Speed 175, Port Bay, hands on approach. Checkers green, call the ball. Don't get technical with me. Here are the top news bits from the world of space sims. Elite Dangerous released a fancy new paint job for the Anaconda. The Crypsis paint job changes its look based on the current lighting, so it looks different at different times. There was a similar option released for the Python last week as well. Is anybody flying the Python now that we have a crate? In other Elite news, there was another dot dot patch to fix the first dot dot patch that fixed the dot patch. I mean, 3.1.2 is out, and the patch notes are riveting. All three lines of them. The forums exploded Saturday with complaints after the servers were brought down with less than a minute's notice for a patch containing minor fixes and updates according to the limit patch notes. Various forum users and streamers report these minor fixes and updates amounted to little more than a mission reward nerfing. Elite Dangerous Battle Cards is live on Kickstarter. 
link in the show notes. This week in CIG news, in development now are updates to turrets to make them fun but balanced. Also the sounds of mining are getting improved, the goal being the closer you are to the rock the more you can hear it crumble under the weight and heat of the power of your beam. Also for release soon is the 600i touring module. Having taken a look at the exploration variant in the PTU, how much more luxury can they fit? And I'd just like to say I have been playing 3.2 a bit, mostly mining, a lot of fun. I can run, okay. Sometimes I get some lag, which is really bad when I'm trying to minutely manage my power. But the thing that's the slowest is loading the game, so whoever wants to buy me an SSD or an Optane, go right ahead. Good luck with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to try Helium Rain has one more major update planned, a few tweaks and plans to fully release in September. And if I can kick the discussion off by saying about Helium Rain, the last blog I read from them said uh, something about turning the ship around, and it was a blog about how they had to change their game dramatically because Playtest had told them it was unfun. And I spent a bit of time in Helium Rain. I had some fun with it because I think I can see potential for it, but it was unfun to some extent. I can see what they were talking about. Flying around or... Yeah, mostly the flying around. I thought that was the part that just really needed something. You're flying a big ship and you, you I don't know, you're still in a cockpit position and trying to uh, turn to aim in that perspective. And I don't think big ships would ever handle that way. I don't buy it. So I don't know, something about the combat really put me off of that game after a while. So I'd have to see how the updates have managed to change things since then. Because it kind of... I lost interest in it because the combat was so bad, and because just maneuvering around was so bad. I'm glad they're taking feedback. I've never actually done combat, and I just did autopilot to dock and trade my bits around. So. Right. Autopilot makes it uh, manageable, and if you play that way, that's cool. I just, when you're in combat, it just doesn't feel right. I looked at some of the videos, the newest video, combat still kind of looks that way. It doesn't really, I don't know. I'm, I'll give it a shot because I already have the game. I bought it as an early supporter. Um, I think you got a two, right, Shiv? Yeah, um, and it's not—it's not a terrible game. It's not a bad game. It's just that the maneuvering in the combat was really missing something when I played it last. But that was an early build, so it's worth giving another shot with them close to a full release. I think. Yeah. If anyone wants to feel like like it, what it's like to drive a big capital ship, you should play the X series games. Man, yeah, that's 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 what it's like to drive a capital ship. <laughs> yeah, I agree. X was those were all good games. I think I'm spoiled with Elite now cuz ever since Elite came out I haven't been able to play the X games, but that's more because VR is so much fun and I don't want to play a flight sim without it anymore, a space sim anyway. Um, I don't even play flight simulator without it now. I've been following the the four development. Um, I've been involved with the X games since they first arrived on the scene, mm-hmm. so um, I've been deep in the forums for a long time and and uh there's a couple of things that they're planning they're they're gonna support vr of course but they're thinking about taking this this next x4 uh thing online which i'm not totally too crazy about i heard that and i agree it's a single player game for a reason it's it's really a good single player game what i'd like though i don't really see as mmo uh i played terran conflict but playing that with friends on a, either server, whether it's you have to play at the same time or you can just in and out uh, the time dilation thing would be difficult. But yeah, that and game like Mountain Blade Warband, I would just love to play with somebody else. Just those, you have this whole world, and it's like I wish I could play with other people. If they kept it down to a land party style experience, that I could get behind that. 
So as far as Elite goes, I played the hell out of Elite today. I flew for like four hours this morning. I just took the day off because I was hosting the day, so I just took the day off and kind of did Elite stuff and tried to write stuff for the show. And Man, I had a lot of fun in my crate. I really did. I had a ball in that ship. Are you flying one yet, Shiv? I haven't played for a while. Ah, I had to sell everything to get one. Like, I had 20 million bucks and it just wasn't cutting it, so I sold my Type 10, actually. Sold my Type 10 and now I end up with like 150 million credits. I kitted out my crate with everything I need. I'm getting like almost 40 light years in it, and I'm able to do combat in it at the same time. So I've got an nice. exploration ship that can hold its own now. I feel like it's finally like uh, the Millennium Falcon of the the uh, Elite Universe, except it can carry a fighter, which is awesome. Yeah, I have like 150 million. And I hardly play, so I don't know what you're doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just—it's my play style. I like exploration. I go out and I scan, yeah. or I don't really scan. I just go and fly over landscapes and find cool stuff. Um, something that's been interesting—they recently changed the planets. So I've been going to planets that I bookmarked as interesting before that happened, and they're not all interesting anymore. So <laughs> some of them. <laughs> but are I just think different. more of them are interesting because they—they just have more. Yeah. There's there's more to do, but like I would have bookmarked where there was cool canyons, and now there's not canyons there all the time. Yeah. So I've only explored two planets that were like that, and I was like, man, this is different. Yeah, they definitely flying up to them. They look different. There's more colors. Yeah. I guess that's what happens with procedural generation systems. They make a change that makes an improvement, but it does make things different. So um, I did notice a couple of things flying around. I noticed that the map sorts by uh, species now or by... Uh, I guess, or Civilization, which I just hadn't picked up on before. I don't know how long that's been in there, but I thought it's cool to see things marked as Thargoid or Guardian Planets because um, that makes finding them much easier. I had a couple of spaces marked, but now that I can sort them by, by that, it's going to be easy to find materials and things that you need. I'm trying to grind for the new Guardian Booster because um, I want to get that my my crate up to like 50, explore, or, you know, 50 light years or 47 light years, what I think I'll get out of it. That's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know if I'll get any of the Guardian stuff. Just don't always want to do the repeat this a million times. They've uh, they've taken a bit of that out so that it takes less effort to get the Guardian unlocks. Because I hadn't done them yet. I was happy with my 40-some light year ASP and I didn't really worry about getting the uh, booster. Um, but the new the crate really needs the booster. So I thought I'd unlock it and I looked into it. And they've, they've definitely reduced the amount of grinding involved. You need a lot less materials. And I think you only have to go through the process like once or something. Um, but it's a lot less. I'm about to go through it. I'm doing it this week because I, I want to get this crate ready to take someplace far away. Yeah. Exploration is fun, especially if you have an audiobook. Yeah. Or Netflix. Jeff, did you get a chance to play the uh, 3.2 stuff? No. I, I, it's been a while since. I, I The 3.2 as far as... I'm talking about Star, Star Citizen. Citizen. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've been playing Star Citizen. Busy this week with that? Playing it. Well, it, it's funny because... Um, you know, Ken Shadow last week was talking a lot about uh, uh, using a config file to help with the smoothness of it. And I started re digging really into the config files, and they helped quite a bit. I'm surprised that Star Citizen is allowing such a generic gameplay for people to test with when you when they could be writing these things in the config file. You know, in a in the GUI. And you have to go dig for a config file to make your your individual star citizen play so to to tweak it. I mean that that should all be done in the in the GUI. I agree, man. I can kind of excuse it because Star Citizen is in this like perpetual early state, and that's not a shot at it. It's just still in an early state, so I can can excuse that there. But you still see that in Elite Dangerous with regards to like HUD config 
where you can change your colors. You still have to go in and modify lines of code for that. And yeah, that should file. be built into yeah. That, yeah, it and, should be and, part of the and UI. And then you have to learn, and then you have to have this a layer thing so that you know which ones are being changed and stuff. And that that should all be built into the into the uh, uh, settings interface. And you know what? I'll bet I'll bet Star Citizen is going to do that. I'll bet that's part of what's coming. I'm sure that's something that'll happen I, with Elite. It's I never going to happen. They've been they've been stuck on these ship designers having different color HUDs. You know, you walk into an Origin ship and it's orange, and you walk into a, uh, a Aegis ship and it's blue, and you walk in. You know, I, I don't know if they'll do that. I hope they do that. Oh, I don't mean I customizing the HUD. I mean uh, dealing with things with, without going through a config file. I don't think that's oh. going to be something that'll continue into release. I think Star Citizen will fix that. That's what I mean. I hope they let you customize the HUD elements because I can tell you that some colors are just plain hard to see in space. Yeah. And I would love to, to to tweak it to where I can see it everywhere because it's really important that the HUD is so important in Star Citizen. I, I don't know if it's all that important in, in uh, Elite Dangerous, but uh, it, it is really important in, in uh, Star Citizen. Yeah, glare will sometimes really throw it off, which makes it difficult to see. Even in Elite, I'll be I'll have to rotate my ship so I can not have a sun blocking what I'm trying to look at. Yeah, I'm in VR. I can lean around and kind of avoid that situation, but I remember when that used to happen. But you can kind of, like, lean over and see things in VR that you don't see in a, on a flat screen. Well, and my tracker IR still works in Elite Dangerous. It doesn't work in, in Star Citizen anymore, uh, but... Uh, Are they going to fix that? They really need some kind of head tracking in there. They're using something else, aren't they? They have head tracking in some other way. I forget what it is. Like, yeah, uh, they're doing that camera thing, yeah. that, that follow me or... Uh, Face something. over IP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. that'll double as uh, head tracking. When yeah, because I think installed. that's necessary in a flight sim nowadays. I feel, and maybe I'm spoiled, but I've got to have it. I just have to have it, you know? I need to be able to look around. Situational awareness is important when you're in combat and somebody is, you know, at your 3 o'clock and you want to see them. So I don't know. I couldn't play without it. I, I really want Star Citizen to get VR support. I really need that to happen. I want that to happen so bad. <laughs> I know they say that it's possible, but they're not saying whether or not they're going to do it. It's not confirmed, but I really need it to happen. Now that we're all cut up with space sim news, let's get down and dirty with some real science news in the Squawk Box. Any of you boys need a carrier around here? Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. Cryptor, 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 this is Jeff saying welcome to the Squawk Box, everyone. Yes, we are doing this segment and reviving it. So stand by and listen to some good old Earth science. It is now common knowledge that organic compounds exist on Earth's little red neighbor. These complex molecules of carbon were found earlier this year by the Mars Curiosity rover. It was long theorized that these compounds were there, hiding in the soil of Mars. Why then were there numerous landers and rovers unsuccessful in confirming their existence until now? Well, today we may have an answer. Turns out we did detect them with the Viking mission decades ago. According to LiveScience.com, the Viking landers, while sampling the soil in 1976, attempted to detect these compounds by scooping samples of soil and heating them to approximately 950 degrees Fahrenheit. This heating was intended to release those organic compounds so they could be detected by sensors aboard the landers. Unfortunately, and unbeknownst to scientists at the time, the soil samples contained a salt called 
perchlorate. The highly flammable material was commonly used on Earth as rocket fuel. The presence of this compound caused the samples to burn hotter and faster than anticipated, resulting in the production of chlorobenzene instead of the expected organic carbon vapors. Had the scientists been looking for chlorobenzene at the time, we may have discovered organic compounds on the red planets 40 plus years ago. Imagine the effective discovery of that magnitude would have had on the space programs around the world. Yeah, that would have been crazy. At a time when we were really enthusiastic about space exploration to find something like that, I think it would have fueled us uh, forward and we would still have a presence on the moon and maybe one on, the Mar on Mars by now. I think that would have been really something. It's a shame that we missed it. And it's a shame Carl Sagan's not alive to hear that because he would probably really love that. Yeah, true, true. I, you know, that was the time, I think, uh, 76, Apollo was still running at that time, wasn't it? Or just, well, we probably really would have extended it or, or revamped it or said, let's get to Mars! Yeah, I can imagine uh, how finding nothing repeatedly when they're like, we're looking for these organic compounds, we're looking for water, and having found nothing on the moon, having found nothing on uh, the planets, the, the attitude became, we've already been there, why would we keep going there, why would we keep spending money on that? And I don't think that attitude would have changed. I think or it would have would have happened. You know what I mean? That change wouldn't have happened. People would have said, we need to press on. We're finding things. This is interesting. We need to get there. We're finding things we can use as fuel. We're finding things that, um, you know, the soil with organic compounds may not be barren and ungrowable. You know, that'd be interesting. I don't know. It's, uh, it's neat to speculate on what would have happened. This gets down to the way I think our current space program is so... It's dismayed. I'm dismayed by our current our current direction and where we're going in space. I mean, when I was a kid growing up, and you know, uh, in Thursday is my birthday, which is July nineteenth. Congratulations! The day after the the day after is the anniversary of the first landing on the moon on July twentieth. I was just I just had my birthday. They were orbiting the moon, and I I, I couldn't care less about that. I was you know six years old or seven years old at the time, all I cared about was watching the, the lander on the moon. That was all I was excited about then. I mean, this was the, the fuel to my fantasy. I mean, going to space, I expected that when I got to be a 20-year-old that we would have moon bases and I would be working in space. Yeah. It's just amazing that we're still, we're still stuck here trying to figure out how to get people up. You it's know? all about priorities, man. That's my point. I don't think that our priorities would have shifted so bad. I think if if people still had that drive for exploration, we'd be a lot further than we are. And I think a lot of things got in the way. A lot of politics got in the way. A lot of uh, people getting bored and deciding this is routine, these rockets. The drive to move forward just wasn't there anymore. And I, I don't understand why that happened to us as a civilization. I feel like... Uh, we really should have pressed on, and I feel like this would have been the uh, the catalyst to keep that going. What do you think, Shiv? I mean, definitely if they found something worth something, probably would have been fighting Russia for it, and we would have got our battle zone future. <laughs> I'll say this. When you say find something worth something, that's a relative term. Every little worth bit money. of science we get is worth something, but this is something that can be sold to the public as a big deal easily. Because so NASA's always got to look for justification. How can what we're doing uh, tell us about Earth environment, which is huge, and how can what we're doing help uh, people live longer or whatever? It's never about how far can man go. It's never, that's never the point. 
And I think that should be the point. How far can we really go for the sake of going? I think that's what's missing from NASA. Well, and and, and you say we're something. I mean, there right now, there's enough mineral minerals on the moon to make mining the moon worthwhile. Oh, I'd go if I could. <laughs> and to establish a colony there and, and you know, uh, mine the resources and, and use it as a launch pad because of its low gravity uh, to, to other places. Um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Jeff could work IT up there. That'd be pretty yeah, that's cool. That's right, man. Uh, keep them servers humming. <laughs> We'd find a way to do the show with what a two-minute delay is. That what it is? <laughs> well, I, but but think of where no, but but think of this: where would our technology be today? You know, there, uh, Elon Musk has got this uh, got this uh, plan to to satellite internet to all the homes uh, in the world, right? Think of what our what our possibilities of our of our communications. Um, to, to drive down that lag between the earth and the moon, you know, where we could be at right now. You know, that, it just, it's just staggering what, what people will do to circumvent a problem they're having when they're actually having a problem. Yeah, you're right. Necessity being the, the father of invention. Yeah, of course. And space exploration has not been a necessity for us. That's why all movies about space exploration seem to start with some disaster people have to flee. And I don't think that's going to be necessary. I think it'd be cool if we just had a movie or, or a, a story where people just reached out for the sake of reaching out, you know, like uh, like in Star Trek. You know, they were just trying to get out there. That was the point. And I thought that was a, a good story. There doesn't always have to be some horrible thing that we're fleeing, like in uh, Interstellar or something like that. Well, that's why Star Trek resonates, you know, uh, so much with everybody, because it isn't it isn't a Babylon 5, it isn't a Battlestar Galactica, it isn't a Stargate SG-1 situation. It's not, it's not any of those things. It's, uh, it's just the need to explore and to see what's out there. Uh, you know, it's only, that's what we saw in the 60s anyway. It was only later, at, or the later iterations as people decided to write background for Star Trek that we had, you know, the great wars that, that you know, finally bound us together as a planet instead of nations and that uh uh you know we eliminated poverty and we eliminated you know the need for currency and all these things that that came afterwards in star trek is just kind of little mind-numbing you know to get to get to that point and we're still having great great space battles you know what you just said kind of made me realize why we're seeing different shows now than we did then. You said in the 60s it was about exploration, and that's why uh, Star Trek was big then. It was about exploring and reaching out. And and that was originally supposed to be a story about a wagon train to the stars. So it was just like going out west and exploring the frontier. That was the point. And all the shows on at the time were about the old west and exploring the frontier. So that was like the pop culture thing. And all of a sudden, they threw this new, awesome science fiction on top of it, which made it even greater. So it kind of maybe was riding the wave of that exploration trend oh, yeah, that absolutely. existed at the time. And that never, ever occurred to me until today. But that's probably what was up. And uh, now the climate is more, is, the world is smaller. The climate is more about conflict everywhere because we have constant news. I mean, I'd take. I take the Lost in Space and get my whole family up there. Just avoid the Doctor. What's her face? If you're watching the new one, and that'd be great. <laughs> I I haven't seen the old one, but I've seen the new one. It was really good. I I'd, I'd take that trip. 
I enjoyed but the, the whole old reason one. on this trip. They're not there to explore. They're gonna blow up. You know, the Earth screwed up. Yeah, because you know, yeah, that's the thing now. But, yeah, but but the original Lost in Space wasn't like that. That that was also another wagon train kind of yeah. uh, kind of. And show. it was about exploration. Yeah, well, I guess they were trying to get home. It was more of a Voyager show. Um, well, yes and no. I mean, they they went to to go to Alpha Centauri and start a new life. You know, that new frontier. Mm-hmm thing but uh but yeah it was it, it was uh not a lot of backstory back then but yeah okay one more one more 60 show about space exploration and going to other planets of course there's space 1999 yeah i've heard I've, of it there's some of that on youtube right now you can watch the originals yeah that's it's pretty, pretty cool good. pretty cool stuff i would ask you if you had read seen or heard something that you think might be interesting to a lot others listening to us and that to send an email about it, but you know we don't do this segment all that often anymore. And uh, you know this would lead into the flight deck, but we're not doing that either. So um, we're swept. Come on, Mama's not gonna save you today. Let's go. You wanna fly or not? Let's kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. All right, so Henry got a little messed up on that surprise round wrecked. from the uh, wrecked from the, is the from word. The bad Tony. Guys. Wrecked. Yeah, kind of, kind of wrecked, kind of wrecked. Next time, don't roll a three on the vehicle pilot. Oh, this is my fault. It kind <laughs> of is. So, um, so there we go. Uh, so we're going to the top of the initiative order now, which is uh, Justin Ooh. or uh, Red Barnes. Um, we're going to say for the sake of expediency that you were second in line. So you saw Henry just take a just a faceful of of ammo, and you're right behind him. Um, going speed five, he's still going speed five, uh, but just took a shot to the face. So what do you want to do? Can I fire all my weapons? Well, this is where you decide. Um, you're both at distance. The trucks are at distance. Everybody's at distance. Gonna... So what you need to do is you need to try to get them into an up close by doing one of the at distance. Why, why would I want to get up close when I can shoot them from out here? Well, well, you, you can, can shoot them from out there like a like a like a uh, snipe. Now, if you do a snipe, that means you're gonna sit. It means you're going to come to a stop. Well, they're going to just your defense shoot Henry round. more until he blows up. So. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> okay. That's just what I'm looking forward to now. That's great. Thanks for the that, confidence. That's, that's what I would do if I was it, them. It, well, sure, okay. if, if, you close, if you close with them, then Henry will no longer be the target. You will. Right. I, it's a, I don't want to do that. It's I lose or <laughs> somebody loses. Uh, so, so, so sniping. Is it a sniping you want to you do? You can, that's fine. It's perfectly legit tactic. Um, Sniping's good. You get a plus. You get a plus one to all your rolls. All right, I'll go for the big one. Shooting every, and I can shoot all my things. Um, yeah. If yeah, you can if you because you'll just turn your you just you turn your ship towards them and, and give it a. So you get a plus nine on everything, basic. So your your attack your attack is so you get a plus one plus your vehicle weapons, uh, plus. Uh, the accuracy on your vehicle right, gun. It says two hit accuracy plus vehicle weapons bonus is nine. All right. Plus. And then you you can add a one to that. Right. You're you're kind of in the you're kind of in the so get a hard to miss plus zone ten. This one. I'm gonna go for the big guy. All right. Shoot the big guy. So one d ten plus R in space ten. You're gonna you hit. Mother. Yeah. Uh, except if you uh, roll a one, then you don't hit. Well, but it's a it's a one. It's a karma. It's a natural one. So take the karma. Take that karma. Do it. Do it. I love being do it. 
completely incompetent 10% of the time. <laughs> There's karma. There it is. One less. All right. All right. Now here's where I roll another one. Here's, here's the real roll. Mm. Here, here's here's really what happened. Whoa. Yes. Okay. All right. 17. 17, uh, even with the uh, plus one uh, defense, blow. you're just so far over the thing. So you've got two fixed machine guns. I'm not gonna make you roll them separately to make this faster. Two two machine so hit hit him hit him with two machine guns, uh, maximum burst damage plus your turret. Okay, so turret is just base ten, right? Yep. So, so you, hit, you get be, so that's ten points of damage. So two d ten plus fifteen. Two d ten. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna die so bad out here because one, you can't roll. Two ones. That's funny. Now that, He's just getting him out of the way. He's just he's just getting him out of the system. That that's that's still a very solid hit. That's still a very Can solid use, hit. Like two and, karma points. You know what? These are... You know what? Sure. You know what? Yes, you may. Just yeah, re-roll Nobody's those two ones. Use Henry. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> there. Oh, that's my pen. That's Thirty-two. Much, much oh, oh, much better, much better, much better. Yeah, hopefully, they're crappier third... cars than ours. <laughs> so, oh, you have Shiv has thoroughly ruined Tash's day. The truck with the laser turret on the top is 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 uh, is like smoldering at this point. Shiv has has beaten the holy living good gracious god out of him. Um, but it's still rolling. It's still it's still on its feet. All right. So, uh you have you know until the next turn your defense is zero. You are now a sitting duck. All right? I got shields. You got shields. That's true. You do got shields. Okay. All right. So next in the turn order is uh, Mr. Kinshadow. All right. So I got one guy that's banged up to hell. I got another guy who is defenseless at this point. It sounds like I should actually engage these guys up close. That would um, that might that is a that is a solid strategy. So just because of the name, I think I'm going to do chicken. You want to do chicken? All right. Let's let's do chicken. Bring and, the Crisco. Uh, <laughs> let's fry them up, baby. Um, <laughs> I guess the I guess the big imposing guy seems like the best shot, even though he's damaged. Because maybe we, well, yeah. I mean, you, you, yeah. Pick any pick anyone you want to, but he's uh, yeah. He's he's on his last legs. It, he's beat to hell. Okay. Well, maybe he'll be fleeing anywhere. Okay. You know what? I'll leave. I'll leave Ryu to finish the big guy then. If she, depending on how she wants to handle that, I'll close with one of the other random guys then, just so we spread okay. the blur, 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 white, just new. The one on the left, okay. the blue, blue guy. All right. So uh, as you, you is that Juan? Uh, <laughs> let's say it's one. Sure. If it's it not one, it's the other one. If it's not one, it's the other one. Okay. One, you son terrible. of a bitch. That I'm was gonna terrible. kill you for that poker game. All right, let's do it. <laughs> so as you so uh, you 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 pick out the one on the left and you say you're mine. You turn right toward him, you face him, and accelerate. Or do you accelerate? You don't have to. You can't. Do um, that. it's better, I guess, in a game of chicken to accelerate. So I will accelerate. All right. So you're on your chart. You have a maximum acceleration, which is the most you can actually speed up in a turn. And I believe is that is that three or four. Four. We'll go okay. with that. So you can increase your speed by up to four. So by default, you're at five right now. You could get up to nine if you wanted to. But you're going to take half of that damage if you hit them, right? It depends on what happens. This is a game of chicken. So the worst thing that can happen to me is if we crash, right? And then I take I take all that, right? Uh, there, There's a scenario in which I believe you take all of it. Um, then there's one where you take half of it. 
but like like for instance like what is and the then, what is the amount of, so if not if a i head on nine, collision a head on collision occurs if each uh, each player inflicts damage on the other depending on the size of their ships a small ship inflicts 25 points of damage you would be small a medium ship 50 that would be the big truck uh and a large ship 75 we don't have anything large okay uh, still under so, my shields let's do this i'm gonna go all the way but you're, you're, you're doing that at somebody who's also got shields. Wouldn't it be better to hit the target that's already damaged? Well, maybe actually, you out? don't. Uh, actually, if he was watching the last attack, no shields. Oh well, then great. Trucks are unshielded. Well, at least the big one was. So yes. Uh, so if, yeah, the, the, if if you have a head-on collision, you're gonna you're, you're gonna you're gonna lose, but you have shields and he doesn't. Let's do it. I got, right. I'm going to nine. Going to nine. So you accelerate to nine. You speed up. And then you okay. So this is where uh, I want you to, to get. Do you, have, do you have your piece of paper? I'm I'm doing it. All right, all right. I want you to write down what you're going to do. Want you to write uh, down. So your, it's either your crash or evade, right? Yep, crash or evade. And I want I, the ideal thing is to not be the same thing as that guy, right? Right. You want somebody. Do you want to? Do you want to pick the opposite? Or if or if both pick evade, then we move on to uh, a a, to- a dogfighting or tailing. Uh, scenario if we both pick evade, all right, all right. Yeah, so I want you've got you've got your choice written down, right? I right, hold on. I am writing it right now. Okay. All the letters of the thing that I'm telling you and not telling you that. Okay. Yes. Okay. You're I not am. telling me that. All right. Now, now I want you to now, and this is what you have. What you're gonna do is you're gonna write this thing. I'm gonna tell you a thing. I want you to write next, and you've got to write it and put it up on the screen within one second. Okay. With what? I don't write that fast. <laughs> yes, you do. This will this will be very quickly. I'm gonna give you a one Mississippi to do this. All right. Okay. I'm gonna give myself right. a one Mississippi too. I want you to write down the number four. Go. One Mississippi. And hold it up. I, I, can you even read it? Oh, yep. It. Crash four. Head on collision. Yeah, baby! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, so, so we both I'm choose like Crash. I'm the Dukes of Hazzard song, like, theme song as I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we both cho- we both chose crash, and that's what happened. Uh, head-on collision occurs. Oh, they are a little different. This may actually work for you. If a head-on collision occurs, each player takes five damage okay. multiplied by their combined speed scores. Mm. Oh, well, that's that could, that <laughs> sucks. What a so tease. it's five times fourteen. So we're both you're both we're both taking seventy. We're both taking okay. seventy. Uh, do I that, survive? I don't think I, uh, do I. I don't die, do I? No, I well, don't. Well, if you're, uh, I, I, yes, I do. I do die. Well, your your vehicle may die. So well, my what, vehicle uh, what, just got plowed. Okay, so what 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 did you want? This guy, he, I have he's smashed. thirty shields, thirty shields, and forty hull. So it's okay, exactly so you just 70. you were reduced to zero. Yes. Okay, so what I'm going to say is that your your SRV is toast, but you took no damage because that you it was reduced to exactly zero. So you have. And so, but I you have defeated. Visual, I want to visualize this. That's the zero G environment. He has way less hit no, points. No, he's, it's, a, it's a half G. It's a half G. Oh, sorry, half G. No, airless yeah. is what I probably is what yeah. I'm going to say. Airless environment, and he has low shields, right? None. So I'm like plowing through him, but I just don't survive from the the the, 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 the critical damage to my to my to my guy. Yes, right. as, do I, as do you, I shear off like my wheels, and it's just my cab floating through the air. <laughs> no. So, so it's a head-on, it's a head-on collision, and you both of them just like stop. And but what happens is that since you, since you're shielded, you kind of like plow into him a little bit, 
the cab turns into a crumpled, bloody, pulpy mess. It's kind of disgusting. You catch there's a whip. Uh, there's a bunch of wan all over my shoe. <laughs> there's a bunch of wan. There's a bunch of wan all over the place because you just wrecked the cab completely. Your 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 SRV is non-functional. However, the your bubble, your hatch, your your your, your cockpit is intact. Um, it just nothing. You the, the the machine is no longer functional at all. Uh, everything's offline. The power core's wrecked. Your tires are popped. Everything's just gone to hell. So uh, that'll end Ken Shadow's turn, but it'll also end Juan's life. So he, so Juan is no longer. You can take Juan off your threat board. SRV no you later. SRV <laughs> you later. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Okay, uh, that's 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 Red's catchphrase for for the cop show for the SR for the buddy cop show. Okay. Uh, all right. So down in the turn order, we get to Ryu. Okay, enough time has passed that I don't remember what the sniping rules are. Uh, snipe is where you just come to a stop. Well, and I, you can I remember unload. that part. Yep. You come to a stop, your defense is zero, and you can unload all your weapons on... So okay. you get... Vehicle should show the to hit accuracy, then you get plus one because you're not moving. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, plus one because you're not moving, and then you can also add your uh, vehicle weapon score. And that's the... And, that's and the roll. fixed multi-cannon? Uh-huh. Well, you can, yeah, you, you, you'll you have a chance. I'll let you, yeah, use the fixed multi-cannon. Just roll once and use that. Use your highest accuracy. You're, st- you're stock still, and these guys are driving big trucks. So take the easy shot. Okay. So it's, I'm sorry, it's seven plus one? Seven plus one, and then you should get another, uh, does that, that seven includes your vehicle uh, weapons accuracy and your vehicle weapons score? No, I'm just looking oh. at the accuracy. Okay. Also, then you look at your character sheet, and also you can add in your vehicle weapons. Okay, uh, those are just one. Those are okay, each but one. you get another one, so that's a plus nine. Okay. You get a plus nine. You get a plus nine to the roll. Okay, so and... it's a one d ten plus nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So fourteen. All right, a fourteen, and yes, even with his uh, speed. Oh no, actually, who are you? Uh, oh, the big guy. You gonna finish taking out the big guy? Yes. Um. Yeah. Um, so with a, with a roll of 14, you're going to be doing burst damage. And just with the burst damage alone, you, you're going to roll one D10s, even if you got ones like Shiv likes to do. Um, oh, no, Henry <laughs> likes to do. Oh, and Shiv. Shiv and Henry both. They both like to roll ones. Even with ones, you're t- you've toasted him. He's, Wait, that, can't that, you roll so high, hole. part of it blows up and hits the other car that's still remaining? I like No, that but that Aww. would be cool. <laughs> but no. But no. But it, uh, it's... Yeah, there's. So do you want me to bother rolling for that? Uh, you, no, you don't have okay. to. With a, with a roll, with a roll like that, any any amount of damage you do is enough to take the guy. The guy had three hit points left. It's it's, it's he's done. He's he's a uh, Shiv, Shiv Shiv thoroughly beat him up pretty good. That's what he gets for right, shooting me, man. That's right. Yeah, Boom, that's right. Dude. Nobody, uh, uh, Tosh Tosh is now also off the threat board, leaving just uh, that fellow there. So Tosh is done. Uh, so uh, Henry. Henry, you are next. <clears throat> what do you wish to do, Henry? I wish to run away. I'm so damaged, but I think I can attack this one guy. You get um, five attack- shields back, right? Yeah, so I get five yeah, you shields back. get five shields back. back. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me write that down. Shields. So is the, five. the blue and the yellow guys are gone? The Yes, the blue and yellow guys are, are both dead. Juan and Tosh, Tash, they're both dead. So Henry has been beaten up, but he is going to do a... What do you want to do? You want to do a... You can do a chicken. You can snipe. You can snipe like those do. Yeah, I'm going to snipe because I'd be stupid to try to crash this broken ship into anything. This broken uh, SRV. All right, so just line up. Your your defense goes to zero, but so, such as it is. You're kind of taking a chance here. Well, I thought, oh, I'm because... sorry. I, I thought I was doing the thing where 
I th- did I want broadside then? Because I want to be moving. Broadside. Right? You want broadsides? Okay, that means you yeah, just so shoot they the were turret. all stopping. I don't want to stop. I'm too messed up. Yeah, okay, you yeah. don't want to stop. I want to okay, keep going. So I forgot I got a turret. You might actually... You might actually consider speeding up. Okay, yeah, I can speed up by your five, defense. right? Four. Uh, four, so I'm at nine. Because it's the acceleration. Yeah. All right. So I'm at now, nine. That means you're going to have a... That means you're going to have a penalty to attack. That's fine. I just want to live. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, so... So uh, at speed nine, I believe, what's that uh, penalty? Is that a minus two at that point? Speed nine. I do not recommend chicken at that speed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. So you're actually going to be You're actually going to be seven. Pro tip. Plus your vehicle's weapon, minus two. Yeah, minus two for the speed nine penalty. Okay. Seven plus my vehicle's weapon, which is uh, vehicle Probably ten. Vehicle weapon? It says damage. No, that's damage. I want accuracy, It's on right? your character sheet. Oh, my character sheet. I'm so sorry. So the accuracy is seven, but you get your vehicle piloting check, which Vehicle weapon is one. So seven plus so one. Eight. Uh-huh. And then you're going to subtract two. You should have two. that right next to the weapon type. I missed that the first time. Ah, so you should, you should have an eight right there. Yeah, that's what I have. Hopefully. Okay. And then you're going to subtract two so from that six. because you're moving at speed nine now. Yep. I, I should make you roll for an obstacle check. Sure, let's do it. Uh, so give me a, just a roll of 1d10. Well, you had to roll a Sarlacc? <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a roll of a 2, this is no obstacles. You, you, you've got nothing to worry about. So um, All right, so no, there's no obstacles. You're moving at speed 9. You're going to uh, roll for an attack on with just your turrets. All right, and my turret is, uh, let's see, 2 hit. This is the first time I'm rolling a weapon for uh, the ship, so give me that one more time. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a 1d10 plus uh, 8 minus 2, so 1d10 plus 6. Oh, God, a 1! And a natural oh, my God, I'm so done. I missed go ahead, everything. Go ahead, go ahead and spend a karma. Spend a karma. Okay, yeah, karma spend. Gotcha. Do I have to click a thing to spend it? Or, is it a- no. or just change the number? There's a counter. I think there's a counter. All right. All right. I got it. Next. Alright, just re-roll that. Just re-roll that. Just, you can hit the uh, up arrow on your keyboard. Yeah. Just hit the up arrow on your keyboard. It'll populate with oh. No friggin' way. <laughs> this is ridiculous, man. Okay, so two natural ones in a row. <laughs> so your gun jams. That's that's the, uh, you're, you're already beat to hell, Henry. Um, that's the worst I'm going to do to you. Thank you. Your, your plasma your plasma repeater took, uh, malfunctions because it took you took a lot of damage on that last run. So... Uh, no shot, but no foul. You're moving fast, which gives you a plus to defense, which is good, and makes you a less tempting target for the guy who goes next, which is Jack. Okay, buddy, what's on your mind? We're all friendly! So let's just be friendly! Some say he has a wheat allergy and he can't count higher than seven in French. But all we know is he's called the Shiv and he helped put together this week's feedback. A recap of last week's community questions. Homage or theft? How much borrowing from other IPs is too much? Bobo writes in and says, I would like to engage your organization to help locate a very important space person. A space person who has been missing for far too long. I don't have a lot of personal information about this person to pass along to you, but I do know that he or she is missing completely from CIG. In lieu of a proper name, let's call this person what the hell are we paying you guys for, or gal. Of course, he or she would or should be a person or persons disallowing all those CIG-owned goal foupas that we have come to accept as par for the course, disallowing them before they see the light of day. 
The most recent occurrence, of course, being the midnight before term paper is due Destiny Armor IP ripoff. Reading all your feedback, but we're shorting this because of, of, of time content. I do agree with the other fellow who said that Destiny Gate didn't grow legs because no one cares. I do believe that this is true as regards a significant portion of the OG backer fans who still remain. The sellers, the acceptors, the eternal time binder, biters, time biters, that the game isn't for any of us OG generians anymore. Must not matter much to these folks, such as life. I think Darwin said that. Anyway, thanks for the feedback. Werchel writes in, Regarding Hurst and Destiny armor, you guys are missing the most likely explanation for Star Citizen repeatedly copying other games' artistic IP. They're trolling Tony. Community questions should be, what will Star Citizen do next to trigger Tony? P.S. Thanks for the show. I found the subsystem training very useful. I agree entirely. That is probably all they're doing. I, you know, I that, nobody brought this up before, but I have to agree with that sentiment. I really do. I get the idea that Ken Shadow is sending them memos of what to do to piss off Tony. <laughs> They're getting them on Monday and implementing them by Thursday. And then we yep. show up at Showtime and Tony is just steaming mad. <laughs> Amontillado writes in, wonderful show everyone. Homage versus IP theft. There is a line. It's a subjective one. I think a science fiction setting franchise should want their own look and feel and as a whole shouldn't feel like a ripoff of some other franchise. This doesn't mean, however, that everything need or even should be unique. The environment coat put out as part of the freelancer package way back when was clearly a nod to Firefly's brown coat, and I'm happy for that. It's fan service. A lot of us want that sort of thing. We bring to Star Citizen our ideas and expectations. Developed from lifetimes of exposure to various expressions of what sci-fi adventure should and could be. We want to be able to step into our imaginations of what it might be like to live in Star Wars, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, or Babylon 5 universes. Star Citizen is its own thing, but it can't and shouldn't be completely separated from all that came before it. I don't want Star Citizen to be some hodgepodge mishmash of other IPs, but I do want nods and sprinkles of things that honor the settings and stories that I love. Star Citizen is big enough that it should be able to accommodate such things and still remain its own identity. The game and its assets should be looked at as a whole and judged on whether the creativity expressed within it is genuine or a ripoff. So far, I'm giving it an A. The recent examples of concept art being strikingly similar to small pieces of other IPs has not risen to the level of own goal in my mind. That was really well thought out. Yeah, and, and, and he's right, of course. Uh, he makes really good points. That and, and I think I was trying to tell Tony that the other, you know, we, we are so we are so overexposed with with the various different, you know, everything from Blake Seven to Battlestar Galactica first version and second version that we have uh, examples of what a big capital ship should look like, or you know, what a trader ship should look like, or what what kind of clothing people wear in space. I mean. We've had all those kinds of idea, so he's got he makes some really good points. He does, but he also starts his feedback by saying, "There's a line. It's a subjective one, and I think they just went just just over that line, and somebody should have just really? said, yeah, because they've got to worry about brand 
uh, brand recognition for themselves, right? And if they put out pictures that make people think I want to play Destiny, that's not doing anything for their brand. So that's why somebody's job should have been to say, "That's great. Let's take this and make it more Star Citizen." That's all. Yeah, but if if you had, if you were a person uh, uh, who had never played Destiny, then you wouldn't have never thought of that. I didn't think of it, and I've never played Destiny. Yeah, but I don't know who hasn't seen the ads besides Shiv just now to agree with you. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've seen that everywhere, and I've never <laughs> played thanks. Destiny. So, <laughs> Montiardo in, in chat says, you guys seem to have missed that I ripped off my opening line. <laughs> I, I did. Actually, I did notice that when I pasted well, it. I don't, around, I don't oh. know that Sean has, has it trademarked, but he should. <laughs> and if he does, then you're in trouble. You know what? It's not really ripped off. It's uh, it's an homage, there homage, whatever, <laughs> a homage, homage. Uh, continuing on, so that we don't get too bogged down. <laughs> Ken from Chicago writes in and says, "Ah, yes, the Totes original. Never seen before, dude in body armor with hood and cape. Unless you count hashtag Star Citizens 2016, Star Citizen, or hashtag Citizen Cons, hashtag Sand Nomads." And where do sand nomads come from? Why Star Wars? But I digress. For centuries of hooded knights, Templars, and or Samurais, except for them, there are no examples of hashtag prior art from which hashtag Star Citizen to be inspired from the design, the Hurston security armor. Clearly, it's all of from the video game hashtag Destiny. And Ken makes great points too. So, <laughs> and crying, laughing sideways. It's face. really so close to being a problem. It's like, it's one of those things where I get everybody's point. I just really still feel like that somebody should have been. I, like, I ah. think the I think the argument is moot, though. I mean, I, this is yes, it, we could talk about it, and and but I don't think it's I don't think it should be raised to controversial level. Yeah, I don't think it's controversial. I just think it's kind of fun to talk about. I don't think it's like, yeah. oh, they're terrible for what they've done, and they should be destroyed. Now, now, if Tony is here, I expect the soapbox to come out and say that we should be controversial about it, because this is the damn game we're going to be playing. But yeah, He's probably okay, listening will, to us jumping not, up and down in some hotel room right channel. now going, it's important to me, damn it! <laughs> I will not channel Tony, okay? <laughs> that would be bad. Uh. Elena Rebel writes, good show. Next week, I'm aiming for a great show, buddy. <laughs> the problem with styles is that you either have to either be like McDonald or use just the one style for your whole verse, like ED, where Hallway 10 is the same on every station. And everyone wears the same uniforms and ships look alike and everything has to look different. Star Citizen has done this and are now hitting the problem that every style has been used in Trek, Star Wars... Trooper and Mandalorian armor, Halo, Wing Commander, Dune, Starship Troopers, etc. So it's exceedingly hard not to conflict without going wild. Also a good point. I'd say a great point, but we established early on that we're only saying good today. In general feedback, Alec Turner writes in, is, what have I been doing this week, you ask? Okay, well, you didn't ask, but I didn't hear the community question either, so... This week, I've been mostly been using my SRV to check out the new Thargoid donkey ride at Penal Colony BV2259. And here's a link, which hopefully will end up in the show notes. Love the show, guys. Keep up the good work. P.S. Any chance for a shout-out for the new Buckyball race, which starts Saturday, 14th July, and runs in one week. It is called Race to the Poles to celebrate the polar exploration vessel Fram. Link will be hopefully in the show notes. So here's our our semi 
official shout out to the Buckyball Race that's happening on Saturday the 14th of July and runs for one week. It's called the Race to the Poles and celebrates the polar exploration vessel Farm. There's your shot. Fram. Fram. But you know Fram. what? It's a extra special Jeff promo when it's mispronounced. So That's right. <laughs> this exploration exploration vessel Farm. <laughs> yeah, the ex, uh, farm. Yeah. It's called Love A. Actually, and celebrates the <laughs> polar exploration vessel Fram. That, that, there's a filter by that name somewhere. Yeah. Fram filter. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sean Newboy writes in and says, Wonderful show, everyone. Says something witty about the RP, something disappointed about Star Citizen, and a tired voice. Now that sounded phoned Ooh. in. I always feel like he puts a lot of care and effort into his... Uh, handcrafted feedback there and this sounds a little phoned in. I don't want to criticize the guy because we love him, but that sounds a little phoned in. <laughs> but but I, I would I would uh, you know take issue maybe with or bring up a, a you know a little concern about copyright uh, with someone who frequently frequents the show about uh, using something in his catchphrase. Yeah, actually uh, I wonder what the uh, feedback war is going to be like next week. <laughs> Uh, new Patreon. Oh, we actually have a new Patreon. You know what? It's these awesome shirts, buddy. Oh, yeah. Michael Fabriti. He's also be our random winner because, you know, there's only one new Patreon. So that means there's only one person in the pool. But soon I'll have to pick the old guard because they'll get shirts too. The shirts are soon, I guess. And patches will also go out to all the recent backers as well. And this week's community question. How was the throwback to old episodes? Would you like to see some from guard frequencies past in the next episode or two otherwise how was the show was the show just marzipan or did we overheat the soiled sample of good radio drop us an email a tweet or a comment on our show's post which you can find on our website and over on our facebook page and that brings us to the end of episode 220 of guard frequency we'll be back with episode 221 on july 24th 2018 so be sure to keep an ear out for our shows over at guardfrequency.com We'd like to thank the entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to our community manager, Justin Chivalry Bean Lowmaster, who also helped to host tonight. And thanks to our artist, Ben Sanders, and of course, our audio engineers, Mikey and Lennon, who will have working extra hard while Tony's out of town. Thanks to our syndication partner, The Bass, and special thanks to Ronald Jenkins for his permission to use his music in our shows. Visit RonaldJenkins.com for more of his work. But above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. If no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely. Reduce thrust. Command to 330, carrot 15. Squawk 7700. This is Jeff, intro sync one. This is Henry, intro sync two. This is number three, intro sync shiv. <laughs> intro. In. Go. I didn't see that tweet. I looked. What am I talking about? I didn't write that part. I thought you put that in because I did elite news. <laughs> okay. If you didn't put that in, that might be from last Maybe week. Maybe that's from that's from last week. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty yeah, sure that's that is. Monthly I was, was going to say, like, man, 3-2's been out for a while. All right. I will, uh, I will change that. See, Tony left us to take care of the show, and we're going to read last week's news and 
He's going to lose all confidence. And then next week, I don't know what's going to happen. We're not going to get the host again. It's going to be Jeff just <laughs> sitting here by himself. Jeff in his yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Jeff. Sync back and or feedback and closing. Sync one. This is Henry. Feedback and closing. Sync two. This is Shiv. Feed sync and close back in three. Feedback and closing in three, two. Disallowing all those CIG non-goal foupas. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a little French in there, so I, I had to translate it in my head.